Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Pop a top again I've just got time for one more round Set em up, my friend Alrighty, welcome back to Two Drunk Brothers in a Podcast, episode 15 we got two more weeks till Christmas So the year is winding down And I'm just gonna go ahead and fucking say it uh, I suck dick at gambling Yeah, you do <laughs> Last week, we had no college picks. We just had the, the five NFL picks, and I went one and four. But my Dolphins at plus seven and a half hit because the Miami Miracle, baby. But oh, uh, they hit, but they won, baby. <laughs> uh, but it pretty much sealed my fate last week of not getting back to 500. 46, 61, and four on the year for me, which is gross. Travis went two and three last weekend. Not horrible, not great. Um, 59, 50, and three on the year we're gonna roll right into our first and ten segment and we're gonna introduce our second ever guest on the podcast so roll the clip first and ten from the 45 yard line all righty so we are proud and happy to introduce our second ever guest on the podcast he's won the raffle for the bovada giveaway and fucking lost that shit right a, right a goddamn way it is cyrus miller cyrus how you doing bud Hey guys, uh, thanks for having me tonight, uh, and thanks for giving me a reason to drink on Tuesday. This is great. Yeah, he wouldn't leave us alone, so I figure we better put him on here. <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> yeah, this uh, is nice to have you on here. I can't wait to uh, beat another guest out in our picks for the week. Yeah, good luck. That's a good shot luck. at you, Ethan. Yeah, <laughs> should be fun. Uh, Cyrus listens every week to loyal listeners, so want to reward him by bringing him on the show. But in our first and ten this week. We got some crazy shit going down in the NFL. I mean, I can't remember the last time where we've had three weeks left to go in the season, and there's been so much up to uh, up for grabs as far as, like, playoff position, playoff seating, division winners. I mean, we don't even know who the one seed's going to be in the AFC. The NFC's kind of vanilla. You know, we pretty much know it's going to be Rams and Chiefs get that one and two spot. I'm pretty sure – I don't know how you guys feel about this. I'm pretty sure the Bears – Rams and Saints. That's what I meant. Rams and Saints. Sorry, I said <laughs> Chiefs. She's sorry. She's clinched last weekend. Cyrus is actually there to see that, which is kind of cool. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel, but I'm pretty sure the Bears have the North lo- the North locked up. I'm pretty sure the Cowboys have the East locked up. What do you guys thought? I'd, I'd say that's that's pretty safe to say. I will say the one seed between the Rams and the Saints that's that's still up for debate. But the, well, as so, far yeah. as division winners go, you're you're pretty well sealed there. Division winners, unfortunately, the Bears are going to win that division, which is. Sure, we come to bite us in the ass, as we said, is one of the most competitive divisions in football. And now, you know, three of the four teams suck dick. <laughs> Very true. Um, also, I think the Seahawks have that five seed locked up, even at eight and five in that wild card. Yeah. They look really Yeah, there's, there's not much dispute there. Yeah. So, really, our first topic and the first thing we're going to talk about is really the only question in the NFC playoff race is that six seed. You know, who gets that six seed? You're down between the Vikings, the Panthers, the Eagles, and the Packers. I threw the Redskins out of the conversation because they're on their fourth fucking quarterback. The Vikings currently have it at 6-6-1. Six, six, and one. They currently hold that sixth seed. So I'm going to go to our guest first. Cyrus, who do you think gets that sixth seed in the NFC? Yeah, that's, that's really tough for me. Uh, I was kind of looking at the teams that are still in the race there. You got Carolina, Philly. Vikings are definitely still up there. The news today that the Vikings fired their offensive coordinator, you got to think they're trending down, but I'm going to make a bold pick. I'm, I'm sticking with the Vikings, keeping them as a six seed. All right. I like it. Yeah. What do you have? I, I have the Vikings. I don't like the pick, though, because they, they just look like shit. They aren't playing good. Kirk yeah, covered 4 and 24 against teams with winning records. That's horrible. Uh, you got to think that they're playing. The Dolphins, the Lions, and the Bears, two of those teams have winning records, not looking solid. But you, you look at the Eagles, and they play the Rams, the Texans, and the Redskins. That's probably two losses. Redskins, they aren't even in the picture, like you said, on their fourth quarterback. 
Um, the only other two teams beside the Vikings I had in there were the Packers and the Panthers. The Panthers played the Saints twice and the Falcons. Um, so I really was looking at it, and I kind of had to pick the Vikings too, maybe finishing around at best 8-7-1. and one. Um, Like Sarah said, and we all know they just fired their offensive coordinator, so maybe they're just going to light a fire under their ass. Who knows? But, I mean, they have a surefire win and probably the Lions. Maybe if the Bears clinch up a spot, they will play their starters in week. 17 to give them that easy win. So I'm going to go with the Vikings. Yeah. I, I mean, this is kind of crazy. I, I had the Vikings as well. I kind of have a crazy scenario though. Like Travis said, I have the Vikings losing two of their last three games. Um, they play the, the surging dolphins, you know, coming off a big win, the Vikings just fired their offensive coordinator. I can see things going South for them or going well, who knows? Again, Panthers losing two out of three Eagles, lo- Eagles losing two out of three as well. So have them both at seven and nine. Um, but that tie, I think, is going to be interesting. So I see the Vikings losing two out of three, finishing 7-8-1. I also see the Packers, who are at 5-7-1, winning two out of three and finish, finishing 7-8-1. So that brings them to a tie. But unfortunately, not unfortunately, the Vikings do hold the tiebreaker over the yeah. Packers because of um, they, they beat them in their second game. So I see the Vikings barely squeaking out. And we're going to have a team get in the playoffs in the NFC with a losing record at 7-8-1, and one, I think. And that's going to be the Vikings. Yeah, I think – I mean, it's going to be very close with those teams. They are all have a pretty tough schedule ahead and yeah. might get in there with a losing record. We'll see. Absolutely, absolutely. So that kind of is really the only drama in the NFC. That brings us to the AFC where shit is wild. We don't know who's going to be the one seed. We don't know who's going to win some divisions. Really, you still have – almost every division up for grabs. I would say you probably throw out the AFC East and the AFC South. I think those are pretty well locked up. Um, so really you have the AFC West, AFC North. So that kind of brings us to our second point. It's a big point. We have a big Thursday night game this week against the Chargers and the Chiefs in Arrowhead. So Cyrus being the resident Chiefs fan, who wins the AFC West? Oh, man, guys, this is, this is really tough for me. I know the Chiefs are in the driver's seat. This is where you really need to keep your foot on the gas and, and, and win this game against the Chargers. We've won nine straight against Phillip Rivers and his Chargers. The law of averages are screaming at me to take the Chargers to win that game, and I think they win it, but I'm still taking the Chiefs to win the division. Chargers still have to play Baltimore at home and at Denver. I'm not sure if they can handle winning all three games here at the end. Chiefs win the AFC West. I like that pick. Um, I'll, I'll, I think Travis is going to have a different opinion, so I'm going to go ahead and jump in real quick. Um, I have the same thing. I have the Chargers beating the Chiefs on Thursday night. Um, I think they win that game, um, and they ended up. They both end up finishing with the same record. I think the Chargers will drop one of the last two, either in Denver or against the Ravens, who are going to be fighting for a playoff spot because Denver is never an easy place to play. I see the Chiefs kind of winning out after they lose to the Chargers, which would give them the same record, and then the tiebreaker goes to division record. And thus, the Chiefs would, would have a better division record at five and one over the um, over the Chargers at four and two or three and three, whatever it may be. So I, I think the the Chiefs lose on Thursday night, but and the Chargers get will be in first place for a little bit, or it'd be a, it'd be a tie. But uh, I think the Chiefs end up take, taking the division. Yeah, um, I don't know if I see the Chiefs losing on Thursday night, mainly because the Chargers running backs are a bunch of goddamn sissies. <laughs> I mean, fuck, Melvin Gordon hasn't played in two weeks. Um, Austin Eckler decided that he wants to be a pussy and get hurt. So they're, not, they're going on their third running back, more than likely, going on Thursday night. Um, I will point out the Chiefs' run D is absolute garbage. It's, it's so garbage it doesn't matter who you put out there. To nothing. Their offense makes people pass the ball, and Phillip Rivers has thrown two touchdowns, I think, in the last four appearances at – Arrowhead. So I don't think that they will lose that game. I think the Chiefs are going to win it. I think the Chiefs drop a game to the Seahawks. Um, yeah, they, if they win not, on Thursday night, it won't matter. They still end up winning the division, yeah. Yeah. But if they lose on Thursday night and they lose the Seahawks, then you're in, in an interesting predicament. Yeah, then then you're hoping for that Chargers loss if you're I, rooting for the Chiefs. I think, it's, I think the Chiefs finish 13-3. 13-3. and three. Yep. And then the Chargers will finish. Um, well, before. 
11 and 5. I think they lose to the Ravens, maybe. Okay. All right. So we all have uh, the Chiefs ended up winning, winning the division. So two topics, all have the same opinion. Let's hope we get some, some, some differentiating here on our last, on our last couple of topics. So everything is kind of up for, up for debate. Obviously, whoever wins at AFC West is going to get a first round bye. That's pretty clear. Whether it's the Chargers, the Chiefs, they're going to get a first round bye. I think. I mean, there there are scenarios out there where the Pats could still get it. Yeah. My my question is, but doesn't but the thing is, the winner of the AFC West, whoever it is, is going to get the, is going to get a first round buy. So then you have the other first round buy up, up for grabs. Really, in my eyes, between the Texans and the Pats. Um, so who do you think is the other team that gets that first round buy besides the AFC winner, Cyrus? Uh, right now, I've got the Pats getting the two seed in the AFC. That's really it's really up for debate of, of how that Pats and Steelers game turns out. I think the Patriots are going to squeak by. And if they can win this week, there's, there's almost no debate for me that they get that two seed. Most definitely. Trav, what are your thoughts on that? I know you probably. Uh, yeah, they have a pretty easy schedule. The Steelers are turning downward who are struggling at even looking at a playoff spot at this point, even though they're still winning the division. Um, they're nine and four right now. They got the Steelers, the Bills, the Jets. Most likely going to finish 12-4. and four. In that case, if the Texans even win out two, uh, they have the tiebreaker over them. Yes. So they they need, head-to-head tiebreaker. They have the head-to-head tiebreaker they won in week one. So they need the Pats to drop a game. And even then, even if they do lose a game, Tampa or Houston still has to win out. I, I just don't see it happening. So I'm going to have the Patriots in there for my two seed. I almost want to play devil's advocate here and go against what I have, but I also have the Patriots getting either the two or the one seed, but I think they're going to get, going to get a first-round bye. Um, I think after they lost to Miami, they're going to be pissed off. Bill Belichick's going to come in, yeah. and that's, that's their season-defining loss that takes them back to the Super Bowl. We see it all the time with New England. Um, it never fails. Yeah, they lose late in the year, and Bill Belichick is, just, is so pissed off, he comes up with the game plan to take them back to the Super Bowl. However – if they drop that game in Pittsburgh, because Pittsburgh's not an easy place to play, New England historically doesn't play good in Pittsburgh. If they lose that game, Houston plays the Jets, the Eagles, and the Jags to end the year. So if Miami – I mean, not Miami. If New England loses to, the, to Pittsburgh and Houston wins out, Houston gets that two seed. But I still think New England is going to end up uh, getting that two seed. They're going to win out. So I think they get that first round by. Yeah, because you got yeah. you got to think that – <clears throat> the Jags are going to want to try to spoil their their hopes there at the end if they can. Yeah, for sure. That not only that, and the thing I thought about the Steelers game too is I know they've lost what three in a row now. The Steelers have. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I mean, like you said, playing in Pittsburgh's hard. Dropping four in a row might be tough, but we'll see. Yeah, mo- most definitely. So again, we're all we're all in agreement here. Here's something where we might have some discrepancy here talking about the Steelers, talking about the Ravens, and now even you, the Browns aren't even mathematically eliminated from winning the AFC North. They're not. Um, They're talentedly eliminated. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen, <laughs> but the AFC North is up for grabs now with the Steelers losing three in a row and sitting there at 7-5-1, and one, and the Ravens bringing down their neck at 7-6. and six. Cyrus, who do you have finishing out the year over these last three weeks and winning the AFC North? I'm actually going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say Baltimore is going to be your winner in the AFC North. I know they have a tough schedule. They just had that loss to the Chiefs. I actually think that they are going to win out, including wins over the Chargers. The Steelers are, like you said, trending down. I think they lose to the Pats, and I think they lose to the Saints. I'm going with the Ravens. All right. All right. I can dig it. Travis, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, Cyrus is stealing all my picks over here. Fuck you, man. Are you, are you serious? Are the Ravens as well? Do they play the Bucks, the Chargers, and the Browns? At that point in the season, the Browns aren't going to be even in it, and there's no point even in trying for them. So the Bucks is a win. The Chargers, like Sarah said, they might be able to win. I'm accounted as a loss and a win versus the Browns. That puts them at 9-7, and seven, an easy schedule. Um, and you could say that the Browns want to play spoiler, but the same goes for the Bengals because the Steelers have the Pats, the Saints, and the Bengals. Two pretty much losses. I mean, no way a team gets in at 8-7-1. and one. I mean, either the Dolphins, Colts, or Titans will get in there over them. So, I would say the Ravens, the Ravens take that division. Yeah, I had the same thing. I have the Steelers losing to the Pats and the Saints. 
Um, and in, then by that time, week 17, like I said, Bengals could just want to piss them off and, you know, you know, play spoiler. Uh, Ravens are looking good. They seem to have a scheme fit good, um, going well with Lamar Jackson at, at quarterback, even though I think he's going to retire at the at like 27 because he he's going to get his bell rung too much because he runs the ball like fucking 48 times a game. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Bucks and Browns are for sure wins for the Ravens, and they're going to finish 9-7, and seven, and they're going to win the division, and the Steelers are going to be sitting at home with their thumb up their ass in January at 8-7-1. So, again, we all had the Ravens. So, which brings us to our last crazy point in the AFC playoff race. Kind of brings it down to that sixth seed. I think, you know, we, we've kind of laid it all out. Um, the, the second place team in the AFC West is going to get the five seed. Whether it's the Chargers or the Chiefs, they're going to get in the playoffs at the five seed. Um, so the only yeah, there's, other wild, there's no question on that. Yeah, not even a fucking question. That division's been insane this year. And then now, you know, obviously with, you know, teams winning in, in, the, in the AFC North and going up there, really you have the six seed, which right now is kind of crazy. You have four teams at seven and six, which is the Ravens currently have it. Then you have the Colts right behind them. Then the, the Miami Dolphins, some fucking how. And then you have the Tennessee Titans. So you have four teams at seven and six right now. Cyrus, who do you have finishing out the year and getting that sixth seed in the AFC, that last wild card spot? So the way I'm seeing it now, I'm going to stick with Indy, and they're going to finish 9-7. and seven. I think they have a pretty favorable schedule here at the end. I will say, as, a, as Dolphins fans, you should have hope. If you can beat the Vikings this week, Miami's going to steal that sixth seed. But I don't think it's happening. I think the Vikings beat the Dolphins this weekend. And because of that, Indy will win the sixth seed. All right. The, you heard it there. I Finally, we have some difference. And I don't know if you are going to agree with me or not, but I have the Titans sneaking in Yeesh. to that sixth seed. Listen to their schedule. They play the Giants, the Redskins, and the Colts. I mean, like, I, I, I don't know. It just seems, seems super – Super easy to me, super cakewalk. And they can even get away with dropping one if the Dolphins lose. I mean, two out of three. I was going to say that we have the tie- the Dolphins have the tiebreaker over, over the Titans. That's I know. I know. Which I'm saying, like, oh, don't get me wrong. I'd love for this pick to be wrong with the Dolphins getting in over the Titans. But I don't see the Colts getting in. They play the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Titans. That week 17 is going to be super intense. Yeah, the, the fact the Colts and and the Titans play each other their week seventeen might be your yeah deciding so, factor. I had the I had the Titans winning out and getting in at ten and six. Holy shit! Wow. Yeah. Really? Okay. That win that win over Jacksonville last week was just like holy shit. They finally may have gotten it together. So. Fucking Jacksonville, bro. Jacksonville I could have thrown a peewee team out there to tackle Derek fucking Henry on the 99-yard touchdown. Jacksonville did not let up a point to the Colts. <laughs> give a fuck, bro. God damn. You see him try to tackle Derek Henry on that, on that touchdown run? Hey, man, you want this touchdown? We're going to give it to you. Well, that's the thing. They didn't. Indianapolis doesn't have a running back, so. They have okay. Andrew Luck. Yeah. Um, um, they have one, Andrew Luck and one wide receiver. Well, we have three different picks to who's going to get in the sixth seed because I have the Miami Dolphins stealing there that spot. Why? Why? Because, dude, I mean, you look at their schedule. They play the Jags and the Bills in week 16, week 17. I know Buffalo is always a tough place to play, but if Miami's playing for a playoff spot, they're going to fucking come ready to play. And I just think with what happened last week, I mean, it almost seems like destiny. Like that play would not have happened if destiny didn't want the Miami Dolphins in the playoffs because – no other way will that happen. Like you said, Indy, Cyrus, I'm going to go ahead and disagree with you. Indy has the Cowboys and the Giants. I know they're both at home. The Cowboys are a tough team right now. I, I have them losing to the Cowboys and still making that sixth seed. So, yeah, you have them losing to the Cowboys and beating the Giants and then beating Tennessee. Yes, yes. So I have, I have, I have the tiebreaker over the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, Colts have tiebreaker over the Dolphins, so he has them in. But I have Indy losing to the Cowboys, beating the Giants, so they're at eight and seven going to week seventeen. I have Tennessee losing to the Giants this week in New York because the Giants are looking pretty damn good right now. Um, and then I have them beating Redskins, the Redskins, week sixteen. So the Colts and the Titans are going into week seventeen at eight and seven. I also have Miami going into week seventeen at eight and seven. So I think what ends up happening is Tennessee ends up beating Indianapolis, finishing nine and seven. 
Indy finishes 8-8. Eight and eight. Miami beats the Bills week 17. Miami has a tiebreaker over Tennessee. Miami squeaks in at 9-7 and seven with that, with that six seed. We it's going to come down to that Colts and Titans game. Yeah. Week I'm 17. calling it. It's, it's going to come down to that game. I'm going to shit a fucking brick because week 17 is going to be nerve-wracking. Travis will be in Memphis that week. And we will be rooting for the Titans in that, in that case. Yeah, in, that, in my scenario, yeah. But, so we had pretty much straight down the line. Everyone had similar picks. Regardless, uh, I'm rooting for the Titans in that case. Or, my pick. or thoughts on it. Um, besides that six seed, we all have differing opinions. We just want to kind of want to shake it out because we'll, that's probably the last time we get to talk about um, any kind of NFL playoff scenarios until we come back after the new year when we talk about the playoffs themselves. Um, with that being said, we're going to roll right into our Degenerates Digest. We're going to have some college bowl games for you. So let's go. All right, here we go. We are going to roll into our Degenerates Digest where we finally have some college football picks back for you guys. We've been sucking without them. So thank God for this. Just want to kind of throw into this. Two drunk brothers. I haven't seen our guest over here drinking. What are you? What are you sipping on, Cyrus? Tonight I got some uh, log boat snapper brewed right here in Columbia, Missouri. So Columbia, shout out to them and Columbia. go get yourself a six pack. There you go. Here's yeah. what that sponsor. I like that. There you go. You getting paid for that? <laughs> uh, if a log boat wants to send me a free sixer, I'd be happy to get it. <laughs> Or do you want to send us free Sixers for every week in the podcast? We'll gladly plug them every fucking week. I will. I will drink a six pack of theirs if they gave me free beer every week. Yeah. I mean, I might even throw out, you know, still reserve if they're going to give me something free. <laughs> uh, come on, man! Shot at you, man! Shot at Jarrett. <laughs> Sucked. Jarrett's probably drinking on some wine, watching the state. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm drinking uh, some uh, rum from the Bahamas that we never drank. Some rum and coke. All right. Good shit. Drinking some Schlafly Mary Berry special release. Nice, nice. Good stuff. All right, so we're going to roll on in here. We have between the dates of the 15th and the 18th, there are seven bowls. We are going to pick four of them, rank them four to one to the lock, four being our least confident, one being our most confident. So, Cyrus, starting with your number four bowl, what do you have? Guys, I don't know why you brought me on for these bowl games. These are all toilet bowls as far as I can see. <laughs> uh, so I haven't actually watched any of these teams play. I think I watched UAB for maybe a drive or two at some point this season. So bear with me. These are shots in the dark. Uh, at number four, I went with the Northern Illinois and UAB game. I am going to take the over, which on Bavada I saw is 43 and a half. It seems low to me. That's all I got. That's all he's got. It seems low to him. By the way, we were playing beat the two drunk brothers. Ethan failed. We'll see if Cyrus fails. Eesh, probably. Right. <laughs> I, uh, my number four pick is Tulane versus Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette is plus three and a half. This is the Cure Bowl in Orlando, Florida. It's on the 15th at 12.30 p.m. Central Time. Louisiana Lafayette is in a weaker conference. Get that. Um, but they've also played Bama and Mississippi State. They've played 10-2 and two Appalachian State twice and a 9-3 and three Troy team. So the only, like, I guess bad loss you could say was to Coastal Carolina, who is in their conference. I think their competition has been pretty solid all year. Tulane has played one ranked team in Ohio State. Um, but I always see losing Lafayette in this first shit bowl game. So I'm going to take that <laughs> plus three and a half. That's very true. You always see the, the raging Cajuns in those. They're like, always first... in that shit bowl. Yeah. Yeah. I like Cyrus's reference to the toilet bowls and my number four confidence. I have the same game that Cyrus just talked about. It's the Boca Raton bowl in Boca Raton, Florida, where Lane Kiffin's uh, FAU owls play at. Um, he took the over. Um, it's UAB versus NIU. I'm taking NIU at plus two and a half. Um, I think the records kind of swayed this line a little bit. Um, UAB is 10 and three. NIU is eight and five. But NIU played in a much tougher conference. They play in the MAC. Uh, and I just I know the MAC always has some tough football teams in there. Outside of Iowa, Utah, and FSU, which were three of NIU's five losses, 
Those are all Power 5 teams. They lost to Miami, Ohio, and Western Michigan by a combined 13 points. So they kept it close all the time whenever they played teams at their same caliber. I know UAB is. Also, NIU won their conference. UAB played one Power 5 school, and that was Texas A&M. They lost by 21 points. Um, other than that, they play in a fairly weak conference, in my opinion. So I just think NIU kind of wins this one. Um, not win. I mean, shit, they probably will win. But um, I'll take them at plus two and a half just to be safe, just because they keep their games against similar opponents pretty close. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. All right. Well, spoiler, I do have that in my picks. I don't know if Cyrus does or not. Oh, he did, he did have that. He had the over. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's move on into our third confidence rank. What you got, Cyrus? Again, shot in the dark. I've got Arizona State plus four, and I don't even know who they're playing at the moment. Fresno Remember, State. Number 23, Fresno State. Fresno State. All right. I, I think they can keep that game within a field goal. They'll, they'll probably end up losing, but it's going to be closer at the end. <laughs> I've got them as quality Pac-12 wins over USC, Utah, UCLA, and they also beat Michigan State, if you want to call that a quality win. Do you call UCLA a quality win? I'm calling any Pac-12 win that I saw a quality win. All right. You have it. You heard it there first, folks. First and only. All right. Number three for me, I have the Utah State versus North Texas game. This is the New, the New Mexico Bowl in Albuquerque. Um, Utah State is minus eight. Biggest spread, I think, of these first seven bowl games. Utah State, uh, with both of their losses coming to ranked teams at the time, they lost to Michigan State the first game of the year. They lost to Boise State the last game of the year. They're averaging 47 points per game. Hard not to pick them, even at minus eight. North Texas, I mean, I get they both don't play in great conferences, but North Texas is in a shitty conference as well. So I'm going to go ahead and pick Utah State here at minus eight. Yeah, I saw that, and I wanted to pick the mean green, but that eight-point spread was too rich for my blood. So my number three confidence pick is a bowl game that Travis talked about earlier, the AutoNation Cure Bowl in Orlando. On tw- at 12.30 on Saturday. He picked the Raging Cages at plus 3.5. I picked Tulane at minus 3.5. So we have a little bit of a discrepancy there. Um, I think Tulane plays in a better conference, being the American Athletic Conference, than the Raging Cajuns, um, and which may sway some folks. Uh, Tulane had a 6-6 six and six record, but they had quality wins against Memphis and USF, um, and the Raging Cajuns only beat one bowl-eligible team in Arkansas State. So I think Tulane has played better competition all year. So I'm going to take them at minus three and a half in the AutoNation Cure Bowl in Orlando, Florida on Saturday at 1230. All right. Here we go. Let's truck on with this shit show of these shit bowl games. All right. Uh, two ranked confidence. I'm actually going to go right off of your three pick. I also agree that – what was it? Tulane. North Texas and Tulane? No, Tulane no. and Louisiana Lafayette. Nope, Utah State minus eight. That's what I had. Yeah, nice. I, I looked at I looked at North Texas. Their best wins were against UAB, SMU, and Arkansas. That's shit to me. I'm not buying it. I think Utah State can roll them. Yeah, I agree. All those teams are absolute garbage. My number two ranked team or number two ranked confidence is the UAB NIU game. Um, Cyrus had this earlier on. I had it too. Cyrus had the over. I had NIU plus two and a half. Oh, yeah, you had NIU plus two and a half. 
I am going to take UAB minus two and a half. So and, three different picks, three different uh, outcomes of that game. So UAB lost their football team in 2014. They got it back last year, went to a bowl game. It's their second bowl game ever, by the way. So they have, And they have never won one. Here's their chance. They're on a roll. They're hot. They're steaming hot. They play a rather weak NIU team that's eight and five. I can see UAB riding their glory to their first bowl win in their historical year, two years removed from a football team. Are you sure they've never won a bowl game? They are 0-2. Okay, you're right then. I'll take your word for it. Um, it'd be fucking hilarious if that game finished with like 40 points and the score was like <laughs> – Somebody won by like one. Yeah, it was a, the score was like 21 to 20, and we all three of us lose that game. Bust on a field goal at the end. That's probably yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah, that's hilarious. My number two game is the Raycom Media Camella Bowl in Montgomery, Alabama. Georgia Southern versus Eastern Michigan on Saturday at 4.30 on ESPN. And I have Georgia Southern covering the one-and-a-half-point spread. They're one-and-a-half-point favorites, so I'm going to go ahead and take them. I almost picked Eastern Michigan because a member from earlier in the year, Eastern Michigan had, a, had beat Purdue, um, which to me is a pretty good win because Purdue is actually a pretty solid team. Um, but then I looked more at it. Their offense is ranked 88 in yards a game and 76 in points a game, which ain't great. Uh, Georgia Southern, however, is ranked 50th in points per game, and their defense is very is very good at creating turnovers and putting their offensive good in good field position, which is why when I looked at their – Yard per game, like, why are they so low? And I look at it, they get a lot of turnovers, get the ball like the 40 to 50-yard line, so they have half the field to score. Um, so I just think with that, coupled with, you know, a really, really good offense, I think Georgia Southern can cover that one-and-a-half-point spread. So I'm going to take them as favorites in the Raycom Media Canelo Bowl. I did not have that game. That is a new game that none of us have picked. Let's see if Cyrus takes that in his lock of the week at number one. College football, play, college football bowl game. What do you got, Cyrus? I'm going to go back to the NIU-UAB game. I am taking UAB minus two and a half. Like Travis said, that football team has gone through so much. They lost their football program. They're back. They've never won a bowl game. This is the year. Lock it. Zip. He's got the UAB minus two and a half and the over. So. Parlay. Parlay. Writing a lot in that game. I am going to go ahead and go with the Fresno State versus Arizona State game, in which Cyrus just said, I have no information to give you all whatsoever. I'm just going to pick Arizona State plus four because I think they can cover it. Solid. That is, my lock, that is leading that. That is my lock of the week as well. I also have Arizona State at plus four. Just oh, because, I didn't have Arizona State plus four. You, that's what you just said. I'm saying that's what Cyrus said. Oh. I have Fresno State minus four, simply because of the defensive difference. Arizona State allows 25 points per game. Fresno State allows 13. It's pretty impressive to allow 13 points per game all season. Combine with the fucking Mountain West. I was going to say, when you play nobodies. Okay, Arizona State and the Pac-12. The Pac-12 is weak as fuck as well. Either way, they score more points as well. So I'm going to go with the Bulldogs here, minus four. Yeah, so I kind of spoiled mine, uh, but I'm going to agree with Cyrus. I know Cyrus picked it earlier in the uh, Mitsubishi Motors Las Vegas Bowl in Las Vegas. Uh, I'm going to take Arizona State at plus four. Uh, I know Herm Edwards coaches that team. Uh, I think they're going to be good in the years to come. They play in the Pac-12 Power 5 Conference. I'm obviously going to pick them. I think we always see these ranked non-Power 5 teams lose to Power 5 teams in these bowl games. I just feel like I see it every year. Even if they don't win – if they lose by a field goal, fuck it. I still cover. So, Arizona State plus four. Yeah, just because they play in a Pac-12 in a tougher conference and have, and have a tougher schedule. All right. We see lots of different picks within these four. I might post – I'll probably post a spreadsheet up on Twitter with what everybody picked because this was just kind of a nightmare. And you can rely on whoever you want. I'm just going to go ahead and throw out that I have the best record out of everyone. So We don't know that. To be fair, Cyrus is, doesn't have a record yet, so. Pick with what I, you want. I haven't lost. But yeah. you saw what our last guest did. You can infer. I'm not um, even. We're going to move on into our NFL picks. 
So we threw four bowl games at you guys. We're going to throw four of our NFL picks at you. Ranked in confidence from four to one. Who do you got, Cyrus, at your number four pick? For number four, I have got Detroit plus two and a half over the Bills. Guys, the Bills suck. Like, why would you even consider them potentially even winning this game? If, if I were you, I would just take Detroit to win straight up. Yep. There's, there's no offense there. The Lions have had a tough schedule this year. I, I think that's kind of a no-brainer to me. Yeah, it is. The only thing I can think of is that uh, Josh Allen gives him a little bit of trouble on his feet, but his accuracy is about the same as Stevie Wonder's. So I like <laughs> as well. Um, I like that pick. I'm going to go ahead and do something different. I do not have that pick on mine. I have the Texans um, at the Jets. The Texans are six and a half favorites. The Jets pulled a win out of their ass this week against the Bills. Texans are still on a roll. I mean, they're needing to be on a roll. So I am going to go with the Texans minus six and a half. Jets are done. Hopefully Todd Bowles' coaching career in New York is done to solidify my pick from last week. But, I mean, this is what it is what it is. I think the Texans can easily cover this seven win by a touchdown. Nice. So we have some we have some differences here because I have neither of those games in my four picks. My number four pick is a pick that Travis ain't gonna like, but I did it last week and it and it, and it worked out for me. I'm God taking damn. I'm taking the Dolphins <laughs> plus seven at Minnesota. Um, I am gonna. We do have some Saturday games this year for this weekend for the NFL. So I'm gonna let you know when this one. It's Sunday at noon. One team, like I said, talked about earlier, is coming off a thrilling victory, the Miami Miracle where they beat the Patriots. And one just fired their offensive coordinator and has lost three of the last four. Kirk Cousins is horrible under pressure. I read some stats earlier. Travis says he's like 4-22 and 22 against teams with winning records. 4-24. That's fucking horrendous. How he got a giant contract is beyond me. I'm not saying the Dolphins will win, but I think they keep it closer than a touchdown like they did last week. And also, Travis, I don't know if you saw this, but there's been rumors floating around that Dal Loggins, the Miami Dolphins offensive coordinator, had a play calling sheet on Sunday. I saw Norm- that. Normally, Adam Gase has been calling the plays exclusively ever since he became the head coach, but it looks like he's maybe relinquishing some of that and enjoying his role a little bit more. And it looked like it invigorated some life in that Miami offense last week. You know, when's the last time to put up 34 points? I can't fucking remember that. Um, so I'm taking Miami plus seven at Minnesota on Sunday. All right, I like it. And actually, like, I would pick that game if I wasn't a Dolphins fan, but it's just a thing that you don't pick your own team because it usually never ends up. Well, I did last week and it worked, so that's why. I did last week, and I picked it earlier on in the year against the Colts, and it, and it happened. So we're 2-0 picking the Dolphins. Exactly. So there we go, all three different games. And number four ranked, what do you got for number three, Cyrus? All right, I'm going to go back to what Travis picked with his number four. I agree the Texans minus six and a half is what I had. The, the Jets are two and four at home. I just don't see them having a chance in that game at all. Houston's been on a roll here lately. Also, all the Jets' home losses have been by more than eight points. Ooh. So that covers the spread right there. I so like that. I like I, that. I, I think the Texans on a roll. They're they're fighting for that two C. They they want to keep up with the Pats, and I I just don't see that this game being close. Yeah, that's, the, that's a hell of a fucking stat, Cyrus. I like it. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. So I'm here for be more credible. The only thing, the only problem I see is just the cold weather. But other than that, we'll see. My number three pick is another one. All new picks. No one hasn't talked about it except for Cyrus's. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have the Cowboys at the Colts. The Cowboys are three point underdogs. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. 
Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Plus three. Um, this goes off of what I said earlier about the Colts not making the playoffs. Cowboys are pretty hot right now. Um, they just beat the Eagles in overtime. I mean, Amari Cooper is going off. It feels like Dak Prescott finally found his receiver. The Cowboys are coming off a pretty good win streak. And I mean, like I said, I don't, I don't think the Colts really have what it takes to be a playoff, playoff team this year. Three-point underdogs, they both play in a dome. It is what it is. I think, I think Zeke and Dak and Amari have, have what it takes to move them over. Going off of that, my number three confidence pick is Cowboys money line at plus 125 against the Colts. So I don't even think – I said, fuck that spread. That's how confident I am they're going to win. I'd take the money line because that's some good money. You know, anytime you can get a, a, a plus on the money line, I, I'd go after it. Like Travis said, they both play in a dome. I listen to the Pat McAfee show twice a week every time he releases an episode. He used to play for the Colts. He's even said that that stadium is not hard to play in. It's not loud. So it's not really a home field advantage there uh, for the Colts. I think the Cowboys are a better team. The Colts have uh, a bad run defense. The Cowboys have a great running offense. The Colts are 25th in the league against the run. So I think the Cowboys continue their winning streak, getting their sixth in a row, and just further solidify they're going to win that, that East crown and could maybe even potentially get that three seed in, in the NFC playoffs. So give me Cowboys money line at plus 25. All right, no contradictory NFL picks here. Yeah, I, I like both those picks. I, I really think the Colts not having a real rushing game, that, that's going to be the difference maker there. Yeah, absolutely. And the Cowboys, the Cowboys have a really good defense too. Yeah, and absolutely. They've been, and they've just been getting better and better Yeah, as the weeks progress. So we haven't really had anyone disagree with any of these picks. What do you got for number two, Cyrus? All right, we are going to go mm-hmm. with the Jacksonville and Redskins game. I've got yeah, the Jags yeah. minus seven. Mark Sanchez or whoever the backup quarterback may be this week who hasn't played a down of NFL football is going to be starting for the Redskins. There's no way. Also, the Redskins probably won't have Jordan Reed, who is going to be the number one target out there. I I just think the Jackson D is going to suffocate them at home. It's going to be too much. Jacksonville minus seven. All right, Cyrus is – Cyrus is all in on Jags this weekend. I just want to give you a little snippet inside. We have a certain uh, NFL survivor pool with a big group friend of ours, and Cyrus picked the Jaguars as his survivor pool pick them too. So he is all in Jags. My only Let's problem with that is I, I said gross because of the fact it was Redskins and Jags, not not your pick. My only, my only problem with that is I could see like the Jaguars winning like three to nothing. Like yeah. I could legit see that. I think they get – uh, touchdown off a turnover. I'm going to yeah. throw it out there. That, that's that's a bonus. Yeah, I, would, I don't know when the last time the Jaguars got a turnover, but let's uh, we'll see. I don't. I'm not. I'm not saying I don't like that pick, but you don't. I, like I don't like that pick. Um, <laughs> I have something at my number two that Jared talked about earlier against it. The Titans at the Giants. The Titans are plus two and a half. Um, they're underdogs going into New York. I picked the Titans at two and a half, plus two and a half. Coming off a big win versus the Jags. Say, I mean, the Jags aren't like a non-beatable opponent. I'm just saying they destroyed them in a primetime game. And I think the Giants are about running out on their on their good games for the year. They've won five already. I don't think they're going to win anymore. Derrick Henry, I think they finally figured out how to use them. He, what had four touchdowns last week? Yep, Luke. So, <laughs> what'd you say? So it was a Luke. Yeah, he had, that game accounted for his whole career. I know, but I I think they finally figured out. Hey, you know we need to quit giving the ball to this Oompa Loompa and Dion Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> 
and probably start giving the ball to this giant, massive human. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, the Titans are fighting for a playoff spot. The Giants aren't fighting for shit. So I'm going to pick Titans plus two and a half. I disagree. But Yeesh. anyway, uh, agree to disagree. My number two game is a game coming up in two nights from now that Cyrus will probably be really, really pissed off at. The Chargers at the Chiefs <laughs> on this game. But I'm not picking the spread. And I'm going to pick something that's going to surprise you guys. The over-under, I'm taking the under. What? It's 53. Yes, it is. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Yes, it is. I'm taking the under. I think wow. the cold weather had an impact last weekend on Patrick Mahomes and the KC offense. They had still haven't figured out. Defense. They still haven't figured out, a, you know, what to do in the running game without Kareem Hunt. And I think the Chargers can also be debilitated by that cold weather being from L.A. Currently, looked at the forecast earlier, they're calling for rain on Thursday night in Kansas City with a high of 41, more like 36 around game time. So that rain – I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. That rain could turn to freezing rain. I'm just saying, I think it's going to be an under. I think the the Chiefs offense is going to figure it out, but they don't know what's what's going on without Cream Hunt yet. The cold weather is going to play a factor with a team from California and the Chiefs not having Cream Hunt yet. So I'm going to take the under at 53 for my number two game of the week. That is a bold pick, my friend. Yep. Well, that is bold. And let's move into our locks of the week. Here we go. Lock it in. Our, my locks haven't been great late, as of late. No, mine either. I don't even, I don't even want to look at my records of locks on the year because they're probably not. I think locks on the year, I might be like 4-40 and 40 or whatever. <laughs> I don't even know. My locks on the year suck. So let's move on to our locks. Cyrus, what do you got? Well, with Jarrett leading into his number two pick as the under on the Chiefs-Chargers game, I am going to contradict him and say my lock of the week, hammer that over 53. The Chiefs and Chargers, week one, was 38 to 28. I get it was nice weather. That's 66 points. That is a 13-point differential right there. That is almost two touchdowns. The Chiefs and the Chargers, and that's coming right out of preseason. You still haven't figured out your whole offense yet. These teams are easily going to score over 53. I don't see anything else happening. It's going to be a 30-some-odd, a 30-some-odd final lock it. Take the over. There you go. Um, my over – or, shit, my over. My <laughs> lock of the week is the over in the Chiefs and Chargers game, baby. boy. Here we go. You have it there. These teams average 64 points per game combined, averaging – Averaging points, that's 11 points over the over. Jared just hit the meth pipe before this fucking game. So, 2v1, let's go over. Hammer it. I'm going to be watching that game on Thursday night and just fucking rooting for, like, no points. It's going to be Just like the fuckers. 28-21 at halftime. Yeah. Yeah, that would suck dick, too. My lock of the week is a game that nobody's talked about yet, so that's exciting. Um, it's the Packers at the Bears on Sunday. I'm taking the Packers at plus six. Everyone's be like, but the weather. Motherfucker, Aaron Rodgers plays in goddamn Lambeau Field. Weather ain't – weather's not an issue. I think, they, I think Aaron Rodgers is finally out from under, under Mike, Mike McCarthy. I think that was a very, very toxic relationship. I don't think he was trying really, really that hard to win games under, under Mike McCarthy. So – and the weather's not going to affect him, like I said, like I did Jared Goff on Sunday night. Jesus fucking Christ. Scoring me minus a half a point in fantasy, and I still won by some goddamn miracle. The Packers, though, they still have a slim chance at the playoffs, and I can see them winning this one because the Bears' offense can't score. And the Bears are very opportunistic by getting turnovers from the defense. They are, uh, they've had ter- 34 takeaways this year in the NFL, the most in the NFL. And Aaron Rodgers hasn't thrown an interception and 359 pass attempts, which is a record. So no turnovers means no good field position for the Bears' offense. I think the, I think Aaron Rodgers and the Packers score. I think they win. Um, but if not, I'll take them a plus six. So that's my lock of the week. All right. I like right. it. We'll, we'll see what happens. You heard our loaded NFL and college football pick. Degenerate Digest this week. I mean, you have a lot of picks to choose from. Like I said, I will probably tweet out a graphic of – 
of our of our picks this week. Yeah, it'd be not even nice if you, as a social media coordinator, could like create a graphic of everything. That that'd be kind of cool. Give you guys some updated some updated takes of how it's going throughout the weekend. But we'll see if Cyrus can beat us. Our first guest couldn't. Yeah, I don't I don't know if he'll be able to. We should we should figure out something. If he beats both of us, we'll do the same thing as Ethan did. If he beats both of us, then he gets to pick a punishment for us. Okay. I like I that. I like it. Even though Cyrus started to pick the punishment for me, he picked the fucking steel reserve thing I had to do earlier on in the year. You deserved it. Yeah, that was horrible. I, I, I had a bad streak, but right, right after I drank that steel reserve, I went on like a like a two or three week good run. So maybe I should drink another another steel hey, reserve. I'll give you some stag next time. That's fine. <laughs> Fuck. So if Cyrus beats us, he gets to pick. He's got to be both of us. He's got to pick a punishment for us, which should might already be coming because Jarrett went one and four last week. So. Nah, if I have another bad weekend this week, <laughs> we'll see. But there you go. That's a wrap for our show this week. You heard it here. You know, we are still doing that blues ticket giveaway. We might not hit our our uh, listen goal. I I kind of kind of want to touch on that. I think the blues being so bad is the reason why we're not going to hit our goal. Because no, oh, that's fucking, it. No one nobody fucking, wants to go to that shit. Exactly. No one wants to go. I don't even want to go anymore. Do you? I mean, no. <laughs> exactly. I'll, I'll go if you guys are buying beer. Buy yeah, that's the thing. A beer. So no. I, I, I ran the numbers a little bit. We're behind the eight ball, but I'm not going to let you know. But if we get if we get 60 listens on, on these last two weeks, we'll go ahead and do it anyway. We'll say fuck it just because it's a season of giving giveaway. But Cyrus, we want to th- thank you for coming on the show. It was a blast. Um, we'd love to have you on in the future, but that's going to be a wrap. So – We'll talk to you guys next week. Peace. Yeah. See ya. Later. Had a whole top diamond in the bottom rose gold. Yeah. We about to start an epidemic with this one. Yeah, I know what this is. Uh, so, so, death. Got 30 down at the bottom. 30 more at the top. All invisible set and little ice cube blocks. If they call it a drink, call it a smile on the rocks. If they call out a price, let's say I call out a lot. I got like platinum and white clothes, traditional gold. I'm changing grills every day, like J change clothes. I might be grilled out nicely in my white tee on South Beach. In my wife be VVS studded. You can tell when they cut it. You see my grandmama hate it, but my little mama love it. Cause when I open up your mouth, your grill gleaming. I stand up from the chief. I got a grill I call penny candy. You know what that means? It look like nah, later some drops jelly beans. I wouldn't leave it for nothing. Only a crazy man would. So if you catch me in your city, somewhere out in your hood, just say smile for me, What you looking at? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.